Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, March 21st edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by Mr. Big Marcel. And looking forward to talking about uh, UFC London with you, Marcel. I mean, what a card, right? So how was your weekend, first off, man? I mean, I'm assuming it was a pretty good weekend, right? Uh, great weekend, man. Um, we, uh, we had some great MMA with UFC London. I think, in my opinion, might be one of the best events I've ever seen. And that's uh, no, uh, not uh, to... Uh, to over exaggerate or anything, I think it was a really good event. Uh, after that, on Sunday, my team won uh, in the biggest rivalry fry, uh, matchup. My soccer team, Ajax, three to two, to the biggest rivals. So I had a pretty good weekend, man. And uh, I read a book, which I really wanted to read. So what book? Uh, yeah, what book did you read? It's uh, this one here. It's about uh, a Dutch, a Dutch former criminal. He is, yeah. but he's all also really involved in the in the, the early fighting in, in in the Netherlands, you know. So that was really a fun read. So I wanted to read that. Awesome, man. Good, good to hear. And I'm looking forward to talking about the car with you in your weekend. I'm glad it was good. Let's get some comments here. We got Glint. Oh, Glint's congratulating. Yeah, congrats, Marcel. I mean, he's verified. I mean, we all. For me, it was like it didn't matter if Marcel had a blue check mark or not. I knew he was one of the best guys, just like myself. I didn't have the check mark until last year. I was ten years into this until I got it. So. It is you what know, it is. I mean, it's just I don't know how they even decided. Sometimes, what are you gonna say? Go that's funny, man. Because I I actually only wanted to because people are like uh, impo- uh some imposters, Fosters, you know. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted it, you know. Yeah. So actually, I sent in the request on Friday, and they verified me not even tw- within twenty four hours. So good, good. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. Good stuff. We got hype in the chat. Tristan's in the chat. Tristan, Joe's in chat. Tristan just said, uh, in dark, it's the white truck. That's what I yeah. use. I use dark boat too. Yeah, we do. Me too. We do too. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying, uh, yeah, everyone got a bonus. Great. I mean, I'm happy to do that. The, the UFC did that. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's break it down. Let's recap the card. Um, and then, you know, we'll talk about whatever. Uh, so let's start with, uh, well, just overall. I mean, like I, I agree with you, it was, it was a great card. You know, it was one of the best cards of the year. Here's the only thing I want to say. And I, I'm not saying it wasn't one of the best cards of the year. I'm not saying anything like that because it really was a great card. But, I think if you did a card anywhere, like even including this weekend in Columbus, I think anywhere with fans now is going to be a good card, honestly, because people wait so long for this that I just think people are just got so much excitement. They really want to just be out there watching some fight, watching some sports in person. We haven't had many crowds with the UFC except for like the, the pay-per-views. And this one just felt like a more intimate night. So I'm not saying Columbus is going to be as loud as this place or anything like that. I don't think it will be. But, you know, I, I just think, Marcel, right now there's just a huge hunger for people to watch live sports, you know, in general. You know what I mean? So... I think, you know, it was a great card, um, but I think, if, you know, you're going to see other places. They're going to start traveling around now, guys. They're going to go to other, hopefully other countries, other places in the States too, and maybe Canada. You're going to see some really good crowds, I think, for the rest of the year, hopefully. That's that's my hope, Marcel. So let's get into the card. Uh, overall, I mean, from, from a picks perspective, like I did okay. The, the prelims were tough. I mean, a lot of upsets in the prelims. Main card was good for the most part. Uh, let's start with the main event, Marcel. We both got it correct. Tom Aspinall finished Volkov. We both called it first round. Um, you know, I, I don't think it was a surprise for us. Um, you know, we both said if Aspel is either going to win early or he's going to probably get tired and lose a decision. We both said the same thing. And, you know, the fight was honestly not even competitive. It was completely one-sided. Aspinall was winning the stand-up, Marcel, and then he took him down a couple times and then submits him with a straight armbar, I believe. It was just an amazing submission. Like, you don't even see that submission that often any, anymore. So, I mean, the guy's amazing. We already knew this, though. It's not like it's a surprise for me. It's not, I don't think it's a surprise for you, Marcel. Um, and I talked about last week, guys. I said, Tom Aspel is special. He can knock you out and he can submit you, which is something not many heavyweights can do. That's why he's a special guy. So give me your thoughts on this performance because for me, it's like 
you know, I, he, right now he's top five. I think he's one fight away from fighting for the belt. I really think so, Marcel. Give me your thoughts, man. I got to tell you, man, it, it, I wasn't surprised he won, but the way he did it and the dominance he did, I was surprised with that, you know, because Volkov, listen, man, like I told you, I'm not really, I'm not a super Volkov fan, but the guy is tough, you know. We all know he's super tough. And he keeps yeah. coming. He's very good, you know. And for Aspinall to put him away in the first round, better on the feet, you know, and he took him down so easily, and he, it was just an amazing performance. And I'm with you, man. He probably needs one more fight to go for the belt, you know. And it's wide open right now. So, I mean, yeah, you can match him up with so many good fights, uh, fighters. And I think nobody really looking forward to face Tom Aspinall after, yeah. after a win like on Saturday, you know? You know, one of the reasons I picked him was because I, I used to watch Bellator all the time. I don't watch it as much anymore. But back in the day, in the Bjorn days and stuff, and even few, up to a few years ago, I was watching it, like, religiously, just as, you know, it was, it was I was a hardcore Bellator fan. And I, I, I watched that fighting with Minikov the other day before, you know, the breakdown show. And I just remember, I'm like, damn, Minikov destroyed him in, in the first round. There's no reason Tom Aspinall can't do the same thing. People just forgot about that fight because it was so long ago. But Aspinall is at that level. You know what I mean? Like, he's really good. I, I'm just super impressed by the guy, Marcel. By the way, um, I saw your boy Stefan Struve doing some interviews. That's that's pretty cool. He's working for you guys. That's awesome. You know, I, 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 had, I think I had said something negative about him years ago on Twitter. Um, just about him, you know, his chin getting knocked out all the time. This is back. This is probably like I'm talking like nine, ten years ago, probably. And he'd be blocked, but he's unblocked me now, so I'm glad because I don't have a problem with the guy. And if you do, if you ever talk to him or something, he ever says anything about me, just tell him Adam felt bad, and you know he likes you. So I made a lot of money on that guy back in the day, you know, betting on him against guys like uh, Lavar Johnson and stuff like that, submitting them. So I'm just saying, like, uh, it's good to see him back in the game, even if it's not in the you know the cage. He shouldn't fight anymore. Yeah, I didn't like it. Shiro said I didn't lie. I didn't. But, you know, sometimes you got to not be so honest. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad to see that he's back in the game. No more. So he's a good dude. Did Dana Wright recognize him, though? Did he? I'm sure he did, obviously, because he's seven feet tall. But I remember when I was in Montreal and I was doing an interview with Jonathan Goulet in the scrum, former UFC fighter. Dana didn't recognize him. It was really weird. He's like, hey, Dana. And he's just like looking at him. He's like, I think I've seen you before. And I'm like, this guy fought like 10 times for your promotion, man. <laughs> Anyways, it's got some comments. Marcel, didn't they they didn't televise the main event in Poland because it could be Russian? Any similar issues where you were, Marcel? I can't hear you. I can't I can't hear you at all. Hello? Here you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me first reply to you. Uh, oh, sure. I mean, Dana saw he actually interviewed Dana after yeah. the event. So yeah, he recognized him, but Dana said he did a great job. Of course, so. he's seven feet tall, like I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um about that, no man. I think there was a few people who didn't like it that there was a Russian on, but hey man, I mean you can't do like maybe yeah I maybe I understand it uh, at your country to do it but over here it's like you you either do the whole event or you don't do it you know mm -hmm. what I mean but we are not like we're doing that fight and we're not doing that fight it's, I mean they don't do it like that but we just broadcast the whole event it was on free TV and it was uh, behind the paywall as well so that was because of the European one so yeah we did there you it. go get some more comments here. U.S. events want the same atmosphere. Eh, I mean, I, I kind of agree, but I'm just saying, Glenn, I, I just think that it was a great event, but I just think there's a lot of excitement that led to it. I'm not criticizing. I think it's great, man. Should have said Canadian I, just to, to, yeah, to Bring it back to Canada. Canada. Trust me. You bring it back here to Toronto. I shouldn't even said Columbus. I don't know why I said that. But bring it to Toronto. Mm -hmm. Trust me, man. I've been, to, I've been to all the Toronto. I went to every single one. The crowd was fucking amazing here. You know, UFC 129. Oh, my God. Best crowd ever. Amazing. 55,000 people or so. That was crazy. Thoughts yeah. on Grant for Smoke. Uh, yeah, we're not, we, we don't have time to talk about the uh, upcoming fights right now, Joseph. we got to do recap. We can talk about it later, but, I mean, Grant should win that fight. Expert Blachowicz and Rakic, I have no idea. Do you have any Do you have any thoughts on that? Do you know anything about that? Or 
What's the, well, who bits in Rockage? Do you know anything like what's yeah, probably on May 14th main event, but it's there, not there you confirmed go. yet. I think that's for the Apex too, I believe, right? That yeah, one, I don't know why they're going back to the Apex. I don't get it. Like, why don't they just do no. show? They don't need to. I don't get it. I really don't understand. Heavyweight's interesting. I agree. Tristan, that's good division. Um, now let's go to the next fight here, guys. Uh, well, actually, let's do matchmaking first. I mean, he called out Tai Tuvesa. Do you want to see that fight, or is there someone uh, else you'd rather fight? I think Taito Face are probably going to fight, fight Stephen Miocic. So yeah. I, I would go with either, uh, I mean, Cyril Gam would make sense, I think, yeah. you know. And even, uh, what's his name? No, I forgot his name. Um, also on the top. Lewis? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly, Lewis. Cyril Gam or Lewis would make sense. You know what? You know, I, I kind of like the Lewis fight, actually. I don't mind that fight. You know, I like I it for Aspinall, but not for Lewis. <laughs> yeah, I know, for sure. I just think it's not a bad fight because he's ranked number five and he's beatable. So it would get mm. Tom... Right now, Tom would be sixth because Volkov is sixth. So Tom's going to be sixth. It's so weird seeing Blades ranked above Lewis, by the way. That's just so that's so messed up. They I mean, just fought last but, year. They fought last know, year. At the same time, man, the Gone fight is very intriguing as well. You yeah, know? that's so, a good fight. I don't yeah. know what they're going to do with Gone, man. It's such a he was there actually at the card. Um, yeah, he was there. You know, Tabura was there too. They're both. I think they're like sitting beside each other. I don't know if you noticed. They were both there <laughs> in the uh, right behind, like the you know where they do the the Vaseline and stuff. They were both standing yeah. there. So. Did you know Aspinall's pole here? I didn't know that. No, Aspinall versus Biocic, most stylistically similar matchup, is it? I mean, I don't know. It, I don't. I, I feel like Tom's kind of like unique, guys. Honestly, like I feel like if anything, and I don't know if you guys agree with me, I feel like Tom and, and Nagano are probably like the most similar at this point. You know, because Nagano's got a ground game too. Pardon? Tom's, Tom is quick for a heavyweight. Very Tom's quick. Fast. He's very yeah. fast. I'm just saying stylistically, though. You know, Nagano's going to more grappling now and. Um, I don't know. I know Stipe has takedowns, and we saw that in the Ghana fight, but he's really been a striker the last bunch of fights anyways, you know? But yeah, I would like that fight. I don't mind any of these fights, guys. Like, they're all good fights. They like the Apex for most cost. That's true, Glenn, actually. Uh, let's go to the Komi event. We both called this one, Marcel, our Allen. Now, I didn't expect him to get the knockout that fast, I'll be honest. I thought it would be a tougher fight than that. He made it look so easy, guys. Um, pretty amazing. I, but I called it, though, Marcel. I said last week on this podcast, I got to give myself credit because I'm always the guy that's hardest on himself. Let me give myself some credit. I said, Arnold Allen's the best bet of the week. Did I not, Marcel? I hope you guys tailed. I really do. And I hope you guys didn't bet on Dan Hooker because the guy is just – he's Marcel, he's taken way too much damage. He should not never have dropped to 145. Go back to one, please. I hope he goes to back to one fifty-five. Because at one forty-five, man, he looked like a, like a ghost on the scale. He looked. People were like, "Oh, he looks good." I'm like, "No, he doesn't. He's literally at zero percent body fat. That's not good, guys." You, you, you saw him poster signing. Yeah, that was bad. That, eh? that picture that looked awful, man. You know, I know and, it's not good, dude. He shouldn't yeah. be fighting this weight class. I'm not sure why his management or the UFC even thought it was a good idea. <clears throat> but honestly, now that I think about it, I, I guess I'm not as surprised about the knockout because we all know that when you call that weight, yeah, you really deplenish deplenish your 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 chin and your ability to withstand punishment. And it's it, and this guy's been fighting often too. You know, he's he's been fighting pretty often the last couple of years and being in some like five round wars and stuff. So, listen, I, I like. I like Dan Hooker a lot, guys, but honestly, I feel like he's in complete no man's land now because he's not a contender at really at either weight class. I guess he is ranked still in the top 10, but I think they'll take him out now because yeah, for sure. Yeah. he just fought in this division. So right now he's going to be unranked at two divisions. So it's like, what's next for this guy? I have no idea. I mean, there's got to be some fun. I'd rather just see him fight fun fights, you know what I mean, Mark? against like guys that he could – like just other strikers and stuff that aren't as – like dangerous as Allen, who's like on a 10 fight win streak or nine fight win streak in the UFC, he's like super dangerous. Anyways, like Arnold Allen, though, we gotta give this guy credit nine fights in a row now, Marcel. I mean, the guy's incredible. And and again, he was 
minus 110 odds. I, I just didn't understand this one at all. I don't understand why people are so confident in Hooker. Again, after all the the, the wars, the, the weight cut. Anyways, I thought Allen looked amazing. You know, I understand people are going to say McCann was the performer of the night. I get that. But for me, this was the best performance of the night. I don't know what you think. I don't know if you agree with you on that, but I think it was. I really do. I think it was an amazing performance, but we also have to take notice that he got dropped almost by by punch yes. from Hooker. Yes, he did. And, uh, but he went through it. He, he, I mean, this was a very good win. At the same time, you can think about Dan Hooker has looked good in his last fights, you know, besides that one where he put uh, Nasrat Hakparas on the ground for three rounds almost. Yeah. Um, so I know where Dan Hooker is. I always told you, like, I think Dan Hooker can compete with the best guys, but he he's not a top guy. You know what I mean? But he can compete on, on his best days. He can compete with the best guys, but he's not a top guy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a great win for Arnold Allen. The thing is, he should fight more often, you know? Yeah. And I think uh, with one or two more wins, he wants to fight Calvin Cater. I'm fully for it. You know, make it. Do it in Boston. I don't mind. Do it in, in London again later this year. I don't mind, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, the winner of that might be next for a title or a contender fight, you know? One of the two. Depends on how the division pl- plays out uh, at that moment. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that completely. I mean, the guy's good, but you know, I saw. I don't know if you what you guys think. Um, the odds came out for Calvin Cater and uh, Dan, or, or, uh, Arnold Allen. Um, future odds. Calvin Cater is a minus two hundred favorite. That seems a little high to me, honestly. I know he looked amazing his last fight, but he was a plus two fifty underdog, and all of a sudden he's a huge favorite. Kind of weird, right? I think. I don't know. That might, we don't even know if that fight's going to get made. Let me get some comments, guys. Um, congrats, getting verified, Marcel. You kind of look like Corey McKenna. Oh, okay. Might spend the one, I, stupid Corey McCann. I'll talk about that fight in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could dress, and if you got some money, do the VIP experience. Bet Dan Hooker. Uh, should listen to me, man. Hooker dropping at 135. Oh, gosh, don't do it. I mean, he really was a fade, you know. Good spot. I wonder if Hooker could bulk up and have some fun with the 170. Maybe he could. I mean, that, that might be – you know what? Sometimes everyone always thinks about going down. Why not go up? Look at Robert Whitaker when he went up. Like, there's lots of guys that went up in weight, Marcel, that did better. But Von Lewis just went up two weight classes. Like, a lot of guys are going up. I remember when Donald Cerrone a few years ago, he was getting destroyed at 155. He went up to 170. He went, he went on a huge win streak. Remember that? So, mm-hmm. sometimes going up in weight is not a bad thing. And, like, you know, Wonder Boy, I mean, probably beats him. But, you know, I think his durability would be better at, at 170. I don't know if he's going to make that move. But I think he's just go back to 155, really. That's what I think. Um, Arnold Allen is good. But kind of, I don't think he's over. How is he overrated? He's so underrated. He's the uh, – <laughs> Come on, man. He's the definition of an underrated guy. How is he overrated? Like, he's – you're right. Yeah, some of the guys he was beating weren't great, but he just smashed Dan Hooker. He beat Mads Burnell. He's beating other guys that are pretty good, too. I I, I disagree. I don't think he's – over. I think he's underrated, you know. People weren't even giving him the credit, and they're still not even talking about him as a title contender, even after nine wins in a row. No one's like, let's give Allen a title shot. No one's saying that right now. So I don't think he's overrated. I mean, I, I disagree with what you're saying, but, you know, you're – that's your opinion. You, I respect it. Arnold Allen does put in the car. I thought so. Nice to see Allen get hype uh, based on performances rather than what shit you talk. Guy's been doing good, man. It looks like Dana's kind of bought into him a little bit too. Dana was saying a lot of really, really nice things about him. Um, let's see here. Yeah, Allen and K would be a good one. I would like that fight. Makes Pori look overrated. I think that fight was so close when you think about it, honestly. You know, I don't know. I, I don't want to say Pori is overrated, but honestly, like he beat Connor twice and diminished Connor. So I don't know. I mean, Pori is great, but I'm not sure. Weight classes. I don't know, Kevin. I think he's pretty skilled. He's got pretty good striking. He's got submissions. He's got wrestling. We saw him when he fought Nazareth Hakparas last year. Fight wasn't competitive. 
You know, I think when he's losing these elite guys, because you look at who he lost to, it was Poirier, Makashev, um, and uh, Chandler, right? So it's not bad guys. Nine wins in a row. Let me get this comment. Nine wins in a row because he fights once a year. That's true. I guess that's right. That's true. No, you're right. I mean, he has to fight more often. I agree with that. Uh, guys that fight once a year, it's not, I, I don't get it. You know, I know that he's been managed, I think, by his dad the whole time. And they've been telling him to do the slow build. But I think at this point, you know, they got to throw him in the fire and they did with this fight. But now he's going to fight to fight Calvin Cater. And if he beats him, then I think he'd be ready for the belt. Sorry, Marcel, go ahead. It's not fun to say, but I always said it about Dan Hooker, man. I mean, he is since the moment Israel Adesanya and Volkanovski became champions, his persona kind of switched, you know, like he acted like he was that next big thing from that camp. And I always thought, like, you're a good fighter, but you're not on the level of Israel Adesanya or Alexander Volkanovski, you know what I mean? And he, all, and he was going to play some kind of a heel at a certain moment. So, was really not him, you know. It, it didn't fit him at all, in my opinion, because I always thought of him as a nice guy and a good fighter, you know, hard worker. I don't say he's not a hard worker, he definitely is, but that just didn't fit him, you know. And I think at the last couple of fights, he stopped doing that, you know. I think it, it fits him much more, you know. And, uh, I mean, I hope he can get back on track, you know, because he's a good fighter. But I don't know, man, if, he, if he's a top guy, like I said. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, but we'll see what happens. All right, um, let's go to the next fight here. So, I mean, overall, great card, like I said. And, and this was a great performance, too. Uh, I mean, a great uh, great finish. I mean, he was losing at the beginning. I'm talking about Patty Pimblin and Kazula Fargus. I mean, Kazula had, I'm looking at the stats right now, two minutes of 43 seconds of control time before um, basically Pimblin, I guess, swept him and got, uh, you know, took his back and, and submitted him, basically. Or got him in the screen. I can't remember how it happened now, but, you know, he was getting controlled in the ground. He also took a huge punch again, so... I don't know. I'm still like I'm still kind of like not completely sold in this guy. I mean, this was the easiest fight he could have been given. This guy was, like I said, Marcel, arguably the worst guy in the roster. He still, you know, strolled a little bit. So I'm, I don't know what to think about this guy still, Marcel. Like he's good. He's pretty good, but he's beating he's beating two guys that are not very good. So I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on on Patty in this fight, this performance? In? Yeah. So I mean, I I think I said he was going to submit him in the first round, but he got tagged within Again. 15 seconds yeah and Kazula Vargas is the most stupid thing he could do going with him to the ground I mean why would you go to the ground with Pimblet while his striking isn't great and his ground game is pretty good you know what I mean so you can have top control but still you know Pimblet is tricky on the ground and he he turned around and he submitted him so I mean it was a, it was a good performance by Pimblet besides the first 10 15 seconds and he did what he had to do but like you say man I mean I say it to other people as well, and it's not because I had a thing with Paddy or whatever. But look at the at the compare it to who Paddy fought so far in his in, in his career, former Cage Warriors champion. I look at who Jai Herbert fought so far in his career in the UFC, former Cage Warriors champion. Compare right. it to each other and look at the way the UFC goes. He's gonna get like the Sean O'Malley treatment. You know what I mean? And that's because yeah. he's very popular with the fans. He probably sells tickets a lot. You know. And that's why they're gonna do that. I'm not a I'm not a favorite of that, you know. I think if you have that much of a of a I don't want to say big mouth, but if you if you talk that much shit, you know, you should back it up and you should get bigger challenges than a Kazula Vargas, you know what I mean? And I think Kazula Vargas, no disrespect to the guy, but is a UFC caliber, you know. No. And um Paddy won first round submission, perfect win for him, you know, good win for him in front of his uh, home crowd. But 
you got to give him a step up, man. And please don't give yeah. me another guy who's one and one or zero oh and one in the UFC or one and two. That's why. Okay, let me yeah. just say, like after this fight, Ver- Vargas is one and three now, and the other guy he beat, Luigi Vendermini, is also I believe one and three. Mm-hmm. He's beating two guys who are one and three. So while the skills are there, guys, the hype's a little unjustified at this point. I mean, he's got to beat someone better. Like I saw, saying, I think he's a good fighter, but I, I don't know, Marcel. I'm still not complete sold on being like a champ or anything like that. That's I, no, no. No, definitely not. I think he can be. He Lots can of be ranked. Are convinced about it. I don't think so. Though. I think he can be ranked, but the title contender or champion. I don't not right now, but, but like in a but, few years, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Atman Azaita. Not after this fight. <laughs> yeah, Atman Azaita called him out. I yeah. mean, let's do it. You know, Atman is good to stand up, and Pimblet is good on the ground. But of course, they won't. UFC they also don't want to do Tapuria. Yeah, they don't do that. They won't do that fight. Let me get some comments, guys. About let's see here. What are your thoughts on Big Joseph? Hey, what's up, man? What are your thoughts on Big John ripping Patty? I didn't see it, but, you know, John works for Bellator, so I, I'm not really surprised. Uh, the, the, this thing is pretty sad, to be honest, man. It's I didn't like, see what he said. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, but now I didn't either. But John John McCarthy is... I like John McCarthy. He's a great, it was a great ref. He did a lot for the sport. That's but rough. he's really shitting on a lot of UFC fighters all the time. With he works for Bellator. Yeah, yeah and I don't like that. It's the same thing if the UFC shits on Bellator. Don't do it. You guys don't yeah. need it. You know what I mean? It's just stupid. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, remember Mark told take about Hooker being artificially inflated. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Tapuri and Pimble, we'll talk about that fight in a second. Um, don't trust Patty versus legit killer. I don't really either, to be honest with you. Uh, Patty's the real deal, apparently. Connor without the talent. <laughs> that's funny. He is talented, though. He has a good ground game. He's a better ground game than Connor. I'll say that. Question for Adam and Marcel. What do you think the odds would be Patty Tapuri? I mean, I think the odds would be really interesting because they're both minus yeah. 600 in this card. We'll talk about that fight in a second, but I would say it's close to a pick em, right? Like, I mean, maybe Tapur would be favored a little bit, but I don't think it'd be that big of actually after that last fight. Patty and Jim Miller. You know what? Hey, Wani, I think that's a good fight. I actually like that fight. I think this one's good, man. Um, <laughs> Charlie Altaveros. <laughs> don't kill Charlie. I don't want to see the first death in the UFC, please. We don't need to see that. I'm not even trying to be funny. That guy, that last fight was so brutal, that guy, that Altaveros guy. My God. Yeah. But the, remember that last fight? He actually dropped yeah. the dude with like two. Like high kicks in the first round, then yeah. he got destroyed after that. It was messed up. Patty and Miller's a good fight, guys. I actually really like this call, guys, because why not? I mean, Jim Miller just fought Nicholas Mott, who had no fights. He just fought Eric Gonzalez, who had no fights. What's wrong with Patty? That's a great fight. It makes so much sense. And Maybe Patty they, wins that fight. It's a good win, right? I honestly feel they prefer the Jared Gooden fight actually doing it again. Maybe they'll do yeah. that. That's another one. Uh, Andrew, what's up, man? What, who would you guys like for Patty? I like that Jim Miller fight you guys suggested. I mean, I haven't honestly, I haven't really looked at it. Like, let me, I'll take a look now. But yeah, I mean, what's up, Jim? And he's saying two guys, Patty Far, two and nine. I mean, it's just, it's not good, you know. But again, they're trying to build him slowly. Marcel's right, guys. They're doing the Sean O'Malley treatment. I don't like it, but he just brought my boy Jonathan Goulet. That was that's my boy, man. But they, they can't do that. They can't do that to Jonathan, man. They're gonna, they can't. His chin is just <laughs> the poor guy. I love Jonathan. Trust me, I mean, but his chin was just, it wasn't good. It's like with Struve, right? Marcel, I know you're friends with the guy, but let's be honest, he didn't have the best chin, right? Just like Jonathan. I, I even told Jonathan that but when I talked to him once. I was like, you know, you got knocked out quite a few times. He was a great guy, though. Why isn't Ottoman fought yet? I'm not sure. I, I guess he does have some money, um, his mm-hmm. family, right? He's no, backed by the royal family of Morocco. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, let, yeah, he's saying Nicholas Mata, too. I mean, I guess. Like, they probably, knowing they, the UFC, they'll give him someone off loss. I'm going to take a look at the roster right now, guys. List of J- Jalen Turner, Devante Smith. Um, Jalen Turner would, I think, destroy Patty Pimble. Honestly, I think he would, guys. I mean, that fight seems Jalen Turner. Come on, he deserves like someone good. Like he's mm-hmm. been killing guys. You gotta give him someone who's just got a few fights, who's got a couple wins. So Matt, I think Matt, Matt Fravola. 
that that's the other fight. Um, uh, Cole was telling me about that one. I think Matt wants that fight. That would be a good fight. Matt's coming off an amazing fight. I'm not sure if he was re-signed by the UFC. I know he wants to come back though. Um, but yeah, Jared Gordon would be a good fight, Marcel. I think that would be a good one. Um, or, yeah, on, or, honestly, or, 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 how about Christos Giagos, a guy who's pretty good but not possible. great? Someone like possible. that, you know what I mean? Someone <laughs> like that would be good. Dude, let them fight Billy Q and let Barstool cry. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Jim's asking what's next for Hooker. I mean, like I said, it's, it's going to depend on his weight class. I think he should go back to 155. But the thing is, like, you know, even if he goes back there, they'll probably throw him in there with Slava Borshev or some killer. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't get easier. <laughs> Gennaro Valdez, oh, my God. Don't even do that. That guy just taught four knockdowns. He got suffered four knockdowns against yeah. Matt Favola. Patty and Hooker. Um, yeah, we don't need to see that one either, I don't think. But yeah, I mean, like, they're, they're going to find someone that's not that good. Honestly, Marshall, I'm looking at, like, like I would I don't mind the Terrence McKinney fight either. I think that would be a good fight too for as long as it lasts, but they won't do that fight. They're going to keep them on separate paths. Just looking at the rank. I mean, there's a lot of guys that make sense. There's lots of guys that like Gurom would be a good fight, but they won't do it. You know what I mean, Marcel? They're just not going to do those fights. They're not going to do them. No, not of good fights, you know. What about but... Joe Selecki? That's another guy. He's got a couple wins and, you know, <laughs> someone like that. Like someone like a mid-tier guy, I think. He's been he's beaten two guys that are at the, literally the bottom of the roster. They got to give him someone in the middle now, right? Like I would say, mm -hmm. wouldn't you say? So, Pimble Rosa we... rematch would be good, but I, yeah. Rosa is in a different weight class now. So. Yeah, 145 now. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I thought, I, I'm pretty sure I thought Julian won that fight, but the mm -hmm. judges gave it to Patty in, in England, yeah. I think. So, yeah. Yeah. In yeah, Cage Warriors. Um, let's go to the next fight here, guys. Gunnar Nelson defeats Takashi Sato. I mean, like I said last week, the square, square bet of the week was Gunnar by submission, minus 110, and it didn't cash. Um, he had, let me see how much control, eight minutes of control time, Marcel, three takedowns. He, and he couldn't get the submission. Um, I guess you got to give credit to Sato for getting like not getting submitted, but this fight was awful. Honestly, this was like the low point of the card for me. This fight was terrible. I don't know what you thought about this fight. I, I did not enjoy watching this fight. What about you, man? Yeah, I give Gunnar a pass because he was two and a half yes, years away. But sure. I mean, it wasn't eventful at all. This one and the Elise Reed Kerr McKenna fight weren't yeah. probably were probably the two worst fights of the card. Easily. You know, Easily. but. Um, yeah, I mean, he won after two and a half years. It was on a two-fight losing skit, you know, against good competition, Edwards and Burns. But um, he needed to get back on track, and I think Sato was a perfect opponent for mm -hmm. him, you know, because Sato is more is better in the stand-up, and you know when he took him to the ground, it was all Gunner's game, you know. But uh, I expected him to give to to win via submission. He didn't, but he yeah. got the win. I think it's 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 good for him to be back on track after two and a half years without a fight. So yeah, we'll see what's next for him. I, I agree. I mean, I, I agree with you saying he's been off for a year, but I'm looking at the stats. One one submission attempt, and he had him on the ground the whole fight, guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's terrible. So I was disappointed by this fight. Honestly, I was a little disappointed by Gunner. I mean, he got the win, but it just wasn't impressive to me. And I don't know what to make of him. I mean, he got the win, but, like, is he back? I don't know. I don't know what you think. Like, who's he even going to fight next? Also, I think, you know, you got to blame Sato here. You know, mm -hmm. the guy, he didn't throw a punch. Like, he barely threw any punches, guys. He had chances to throw, and he just refused to throw. He was so terrified of getting taken to the ground. It was just a really bad fight. I just didn't like this fight. Surprised how well Gunny did. I mean, Jim, I understand what you're saying, but, like, he had one submission attempt, and he had, like, eight minutes of control. I don't like that, guys. I think he should have went for more subs. He was more. He just wanted to get the win. It didn't look like he actually wanted to finish the fight. Really, he fucked himself because he would have got fifty thousand if he submitted him. He would have got fifty k. So, just saying, like the other guy did to improve the submission defense, but I wasn't too impressed. Uh, interesting, Kavanaugh cornered um, Gunner, but not Amber Candy. But uh, what do you think, man? What do you think, Marcel? What Gunner against Amber Candy? Yeah, I don't know. Did they train together with SBG before? 
I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. Um, Me maybe they. I don't know. I know. I think Macklemore was there. Hey, Andrew wants to say party wants to talk to being ring bust. Oh yeah, uh, Alex Alvarez lost four in a row though. I think he's getting cut. What do you think, Russell? Yeah. yeah? Uh, or, or maybe Sasha. Well, you just saying maybe question? Under could fight Alex Oliveira. Um, maybe they, I think they would do Sato and Alex Oliveira. The loser gets cut, like, if anything. Yeah. You know, at this point, um, Sat, yeah, Sato. It's just it was just a terrible fight. Has Tuvesa and Miocic been off to both guys? Do you know anything about that? Um, yeah, the, uh, probably international fight week, but it's not uh, done yet, as far as I know. Gunner and Holland, no. And yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking like he already beat Oliveira, so there's no point in doing that fight. All right, let's go to the next fight. Molly McCain. Uh, defeats Mike Carolina. This is the only one I got wrong. I mean, I should listen to you guys on this one. I mean, listen, I'm going to have some bad calls once in a while. This was not one of them. This was not a good call by me, but it is what it is. Molly McCann pretty much dominated this fight. I mean, the second round was kind of competitive, honestly, but uh, actually, Luana probably maybe should have won the second because I'm looking at, like, she out, really outstruck her, but the takedown, so it didn't matter. It was it was pretty one-sided. Molly McCann just looked amazing. First round, she looked, the crowd was all over, and then the third round, getting the spinning el back elbow um, knockout. Absolutely insane. Just insane. Um amazing knockout one of the best i've ever seen from a woman no doubt about it um and absolutely deserving the 50 she would have got 50k regardless how many bonuses and you know it's just a good win for her and it really like really solidifies her in the ufc because she's had some like you know tough losses but this was a really good win for her marcel and um i i liked everything about this including her jumping in the crowd but i didn't like when she grabbed the belt was running around with the belt i just didn't like it she's she just beat someone who's unranked at the bottom of the division she's running around with a, with a replica ufc belt I didn't like that, but I like the rest of the fight. I don't know what do you think, man. Oh man, she was just at the moment. I mean, I mean, who else has ever did that? There's been so many fighters that have gotten amazing knockouts, never run in the crowd and grab some kid's belt. It's kind of weird, yeah. man. I don't like yeah, it. Man. Yeah, just my thoughts. I think it was amazing. I'm not trying to take away from her, guys. Amazing performance, but that was kind of cringe, honestly. Go ahead, Marcel. Uh, I mean, good. She she did great. I think you know she even uh, she. She just did very good, you know, as expected, coming forward, landing punches like she always does. And uh, yeah, man, that spinning back elbow was crazy. It was perfectly timed. You saw her timing it yeah. as well. She was looking at it like, yeah. can I do it now? And she did it. Perfect. I have a fun story, by the way. Uh, uh, one of the guys at the Eurosport told me we also, we don't, we didn't only have Stefan Struve over there. We all, also had Marlus Kunin over there. Oh, nice. So uh, she, yeah, she was uh, backstage. And when Molly made her way, she walked, she, you walk off the stage, right? And uh, a few meters, yeah, we say meters, you guys say inches, a few meters ago, Molly Skunen was standing there. And Molly saw it. She ran to her and she jumped in her arms. She was like, oh, you're my you're my hero and that kind of stuff. So that was cool to hear. I mean, she did well. You know, she she uh, she had, I think she had a great night, you know, and uh, I agree with you, man. She definitely deserved a performance bonus, even when, if it were only four performance bonuses, she would have 100% got one. So, uh, yeah, sure. probably... One of the best women knockouts I've ever seen, probably. I've just never seen a fighter grab some kid's belt in the crowd and run around, like especially when they're unranked or at the bottom of the division. I'm just saying, guys, like it was a great knockout, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I wonder what Valentina's thinking. Because, <laughs> wow, I mean, that's the real <laughs> champion. Anyways, it was an amazing knockout. She obviously deserved the 50000 and And, you know, it's a big win for her. I think it will get her a ranked opponent, right? Wouldn't you say, Marcel? Or get her yeah, someone in the rank? Yeah. I'd say very possible. I mean, Carolina was 3-1 and one in the UFC, so, yeah. yeah. That's a good win. It's a quality win. Like Carolina, like I said, Carolina is a decent fighter, and for me, this is a this is a nice win. So, very impressive win. Um, and also, I, crazy enough, I mean, this fight didn't go over two and a half rounds. Crazy, right? Because it mm -hmm. went, it ended at one fifty two in the third round. So a lot of people obviously bet on over two and a half rounds, and they missed out on that one. So it is what it is. I mean, you, I don't think anyone really expected that the fight to end no. that way. 
Definitely not that. Yeah, that way, definitely not. I, I'm like, all right, she's gonna win the decision. That's what I'm saying, Mark. I'm like, all right, she's gonna win the decision. I'm like, yeah. I'm not surprised. That's what you know, everyone's thinking that, so I'm not surprised. Um, I, I did think Caroline would do a better job in this fight, but the first round she just got rocked so bad off the opening bell, Marcel. Like Molly just charged her and just she was never able to really recover after that, you know. So it is what it is. All right, let's go to the first fight on the main card and mm-hmm. uh, got some thoughts about this fight too. So also I got to give Glenn, uh, I, I agree with Glenn because I thought she was going to gas a little bit and she didn't. She actually got stronger as the fight went on, which is crazy. But the crowd really helped her, I think, too. All right, let's talk about Tapuri and Herbert. So, I mean, obviously, guys, you know I love Tapuri in this fight. I was telling you all last week he's going to destroy Herbert. I mean, listen, he won the fight, guys, but that first round was not good. You know, it wasn't good at all. It really wasn't good. And he got dropped with a head kick and almost finished. And honestly, I think if Herbert just was smarter about the shots he landed after the head kick. He could have finished, got him out of there. I really do think so. Um, but then the second round, obviously, you know, he lands the, the the punch from hell and knocks him out. I'm just not convinced this is like this amazing win. Dry Herbert's one and three in the UFC. Again, you know, it's like, yeah, he's, lo- he's lost to good guys. I'm going to give this guy a lot of credit. He's fought really tough guys. We talk about Marcel, like these guys like Trevin Jones that fought, they fight like brutal strengths of schedule. And then you have Patty Plymouth fights easy guys, right? But you have these other guys who are fighting brutal brutal level of competition and this guy Ternaldo McCaniel worthy he's an easy fight in the Tapuria I mean he's brutal right for Herbert but I hope they re-sign him because he's an exciting guy and I do think there's guys he can beat in this division the problem with this guy is Marcel his chin is not good his chin is really really bad this guy Herbert in this fight and the Ternaldo fight he was like killed like he went out cold with one punch and Reese McKean knocked him out too so he's got a bit of a chin issue but he can bang man he can bang he just can't take it back so Herbert's like the guy that's the hammer, but not a good nail. But he's a good hammer. And man, that first round, all, I mean, come on, a lot of us parlayed to Puria. We were all scared, you know? That first round was really scary. Um, but he gets the job done in the second round. I think it was an amazing knockout. I, I was like, wow. I couldn't, I, I, I jumped off my couch too, or my, my chair. I was like, holy fuck. Like, I couldn't believe it, right? But at the same time, Marcel, I, I just, like I said, I, I stand by what I said last week. He has no business in this weight class. Go back to 145. I don't know why he's at 155. I don't like this weight class. You saw the size difference in this fight. Yeah, he, he knocked the guy out, but a guy who's one and three. What happens when he, I mean, he could beat Patty too, but what happens when he fights? I'm going to give you an example, Marcel. Let me give you an example. Mateus Gamrot is probably like the 15th ranked guy or something like that, right? Mateus, like maybe like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Who wins that fight right now? Ilya Tupu or Mateus Gamrot? Mateus Gamrot Ooh. wins, right? Yeah, but who wins against Matthias Gamrod? <laughs> Not many guys. That's the yeah. point. Like, you can't even beat the guy who's like 50. Like, Gregor Gillespie beats a hard fight, too, you know? There's yeah. hard guys. I don't think the path to the title is, is at 155 for this guy. And I know his manager disagrees because Malky Cobb has been following me forever on Twitter. You know, we've been going at it for years. And Malky's – anytime I go against one of his guys – I didn't go against this guy. I obviously bet on Tupuria. But I was like, this guy had no business being my 600. And honestly – Anyone who bet on Tapuria got a little bit lucky in this fight, Marcel, because like he's lucky he survived that first round. But I mean, the recovery was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. The knockout punch was incredible. I'm just saying, like, if this was anyone else, I don't know if he would have got there. So, give me your thoughts on this, because again, I'm impressed, but I just think he's in the wrong division. I think he needs to go back to 145. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I agree. He has to go back to 145, but <clears throat> he has he has had issues there before, you know, with uh, making weight. I ex- I told you the Cage Warriors f- event where I was, he was fighting for a title, didn't make weight. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I agree with you, you know, but the thing is, I think that punch was so clean, man. I think many people would have been knocked oh, out yeah. with a punch. So, yeah. it was a super clean punch. 
And the thing is, the the, the head kick, man, I was like, wow, man, Herbert's going to do it, you know, but yeah. he didn't. And Kapuria went through it, overcame adversity and won. So I agree with you. He should go back to 145. I think there is, uh, the, that's the division he should run or uh, compete in, you know, but um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good comeback win. You know, I think Herbert, Herbert is, the thing is, Herbert, you can't say he's underrated because I think he gets a lot of respect as well. But on yeah. the other side, he's underrated because of his record in the UFC, you know? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. He's like under, un, overlooked, maybe. Maybe that's like what we should say. Herbert has real power with the chin. He's to be touched. I agree. I mean, it's three times now he's been knocked out. Where's the record? Well, these stay at the, I agree. I agree completely. I love the guy. You guys know I love this guy. Oh, last week, I'm like, he's going to destroy this guy. Like, it's an easy fight. How do you call it? He's either submission or knockout. But... It, yeah, so did I, Tristan. I do too. Ferris Ellie was only hittable. He's hittable, but man, he, man, that head kick was crazy. You know what's crazy, Marcel? Did you see my tweet like at one o'clock that day? I was like, we haven't seen a head kick knockout in a while. Yeah. I think we're due for one. I was like, we actually got it. It was close. How great were the refs Saturday night as well? So impressed. They, they were good. They were good. More. Uh, There's a, a couple other refs like Rich Mitchell and these guys from Cage Warriors. They did a good job. Um, let's see here. To be fair, Herbert, that haymaker. Yeah, I agree with that. It would have knocked out a lot of guys. Um, only because uh, let's see here. Now you mentioned what's calling Gillespie. I don't know where is this guy. I mean, he's 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 calling someone out a few months. Who is he calling out? I can't remember now. Um, I know, but I I don't think about Rich Mitchell. I always have to laugh when I see it's always with his with his arms like this. this. And he's, he and he's like, jacked, eh? yeah, yeah. And he's like he's like looking like this. Like, don't come close to me. He used to be a fighter, I think. Did he used to be a fighter or something? Or no? Yeah, I've seen him in the hotel. He looks like he used to be a fighter or something. Here's the thing, Tristan. That's what I thought too. And I, I know you're saying, Glenn. I assumed he just took the fight because. He's like, all right, I need to fight. The fight's available. It's in London. It's an easy fight. I can win this fight. That's what I thought. But Malky makes it seem like he's going to stay at 155, guys. And I don't think it's a good idea for this guy. But what do I know, right? <laughs> his manager must know better than me. I mean, he, they know about his weight issues, obviously. He's obviously got some serious weight issues, Marcel, with the weight cutting. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I could. Because otherwise, he needs to get down. I, I really do think, man. So, I mean, managers spend too much time on Twitter. That's funny. All right, let's go to the next, uh, next fight. Uh, McElroy County pulls off the upset Marcel over Mike Grundy. Mike Grundy land, didn't land a punch. No one landed a punch. This is like the 10th fight in UFC history, and no one landed a punch, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, and I, you, you retweeted me, Marcel. I appreciate that. You know, it's true, though, right? Yeah. Either Mike Grundy was going to lose in front of his dad, who's terminally ill, or McElroy County was going to lose because he was in a four-fight losing streak, and he's about to have a kid, his first kid, and he was going to lose and not have a job. You know what I mean? So... It really, I saw that guy, Phil, I can't remember his name, Phil Murphy from TSPN. He goes like, Hunger Games matchmaking. It really was, right? Killer be killed, man. I mean, listen, I feel bad for Grundy, but, you know, this is a sport, you know, and, and he was there to, 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 to put the other guy away too. So it is what it is, you know. He got he got the loss. He's going to get cut probably from the UFC, and Macron saved his job. Great submission, man. Give me your thoughts on this one. I hope to give Grundy one more, you know, and maybe it's they they do, you know. He's a teammate of Aspinall and Till, so he might be in the good books with the UFC, and he's a good guy as well, you know. Yeah, he's, he's not annoying. He's, sure. he's not annoying or whatever, you know. So um, yeah, and a good win for Amir Khan. He's super necessary as well, you know. He yeah. was he had so many losses behind, and the thing is, in those losses against Laurel Murphy, he looked good in the first round. Against Kamala Kirk, I don't think he lost that fight. So, and against Barbosa, he looked good in the third round. So. um yeah, he did well. He fi- he finally got a win again, and it was a good win. Anaconda choke, beautiful, b- within a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, good Amazing. for him, man. 57 seconds, quickest finish on the card. Amazing. 
Sergey Pavlich knocks out Shamil Abdurahimov. I mean, incredible. Oh, sorry. Let me get these comments, guys. I apologize. Um, the last fight. Is it for Grundy UFC? I think, but because that's his fourth fight. They usually sign four fight deals, right? That's what I think. But I mean, if they give him another fight, I don't mind, obviously. At least he's going to 145. Say fight 150. I don't know. I'm just telling you what, he's, what his manager told me, okay? That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not too sure. I, I would rather see him one fight at 145, personally. Nice job. The Mac one sub is live. Thanks, uh, Jim. Yeah, smash the like button, guys. Um, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Not quite as quick finish as he does. Um, let's go to the next fight, though. Sergey Pavlovich knocks out Shamil. Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone thought this fight would go any differently, honestly, Marcel. Pavlovich is a beast. We all knew this. So, any thoughts? Like, or it wasn't like you planned, I, I assume. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we both were not going to go with Abdurakimov, man. Do this almost as 40. Um, yeah. Didn't look great in his last fights. Yeah, maybe first round Dawkins was okay, but. Uh, yeah, Pavlovich all the way, you know. I, I believe in Pavlovich. I think he's good. He had a bad start in UFC against Overeem, but overall he has looked good. Yeah. Do you think that's it for Shamil? He's lost three straight, or do you think they keep him around? Because he is ranked, I think, still. What do you think? Sorry, I, I didn't call what you said. Oh, okay. do you think they're going to cut Shamil? Because, I mean, he's lost three straight fights, but he has lost yeah, really good guys. So I, I would say, man, because I think, like... Um, I don't think he's a ten plus ten guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, no, I know. I think they're gonna let him go not, too. I think that's he's not gone a too. big future for him. I, I'm gonna UFC. tell you where we're gonna see him next. You're gonna see him in Eagle PFL. FC. That's Eagle FC. That's what I think. Oh yeah, that's also possible. Of or course, PFL yeah. makes sense too, right? In the heavyweight, um, yeah, whatever their their uh, tournament. But I think I think you could see him in Eagle FC. I think Ali will sign. I think he's Ali's guy, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he's Ali's, one of Ali's guys. I think. I Maybe yeah, possible. Possible. Yeah. Uh, and you got the end of the guy, Renan, the guy under contract by Kaylin Spicely. Uh, yeah. What did you hear? Yeah, he's he is uh, the fight is in the works for June 4th. It's it's uh, posted by uh, our, our friend Alfredo Zulino. He's oh, fighting okay. uh, and Andreas Mikhailidis, Renat Fakradinov. Yeah. Top was one and three, went one and three, got a new four fight field. Yeah, I know. They well, Justin's kind of he was in an exciting fight with uh, what's his name, <clears throat> Jared Van Vandera. Yeah, yeah, it was a good fight. How high would you rank Pavlovich? Like 10th, probably. Um, I think right now he just, I think Shamil is ranked 10. So, yeah, he's number 10. <laughs> there you go, Andrew. It's really easy, right? Shamil, one fight left in his deal. He should book him to fight the winner of like a prospect like that's yeah. Mental Sure, they could do that. I mean, yeah, you know, if they keep him, it's going to be like a prospect fight. But Marcel's right. I mean, he's not making 10 and 10. He's probably making 50 and 50, I would guess, right? Something like that. So, it's up to the UFC what they want to do as far as like keeping this guy. Cause I'm looking at, by the way, looking at his, at his just his fights. He's only like he's only fought in two pay reviews. He's had like ten fights. He's mostly the guy they put on the fight night cards. So mm-hmm. maybe he's just one of these guys they they, they like to put in to, to put it against a prospect they they think they can win. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Paul Craig and Nikita Krylov. And I told you guys this was a fucking hard fight to pick, man. I really was having a hard time. I ended up with Krylov, and man, it looked like he almost knocked Paul Craig out with those hammer fists. I thought he did, and then Craig woke up and then put him in a triangle choke, and he did it again. And I'm like, he did it again. Why did I pick again? Uh, it's my fault, but you know what? I, I I did have him on some DraftKings team, so that was good. But uh, Paul Craig, I mean, what at this point, if you're like me and you're you're picking against this guy, you're just you're just not doing it right. <laughs> this guy just he just wins, Marcel. Give me your thoughts, man. Yeah, dude. Cheat code Craig was there again, you know. Uh this dude is crazy, you know. I also thought he was out for a moment, you know, but he, it looked like he woke up with another punch and um yeah, Krillov did actually the most stupid thing he could do, you know. Keep him in on the ground and get going into his guard. Why would you do that when somebody's stacked? You know, 
And uh, he should have let, I think he should have let Paul Craig stand up, but he didn't. He was confident in his own ground game, which is okay because Krillov is bad, you know. But, you know, Craig is a specialist dude from his back. And, yeah, beautiful submission again. And uh, <laughs> he got another win. And now he's probably fighting somebody in the top six next, probably. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, let's see more comments here. Marcel gives a scoop of who Connor's fighting. He's not... <laughs> We don't know yet. It would be Diaz or Poirier, I guess. Or not Poirier. Probably not. I mean, they might do it again. They might. Poirier, I mean, Connor wants that fight. So, um, she will be weirdly solid. I mean, they could do Roman. Actually, that's a good fight. I actually don't mind that fight, to be honest with you, Romanov, because Shamil's not easy to get to the ground. You, you might have to stand with him. You'll see that guy stand up. So maybe it's not mm -hmm. bad. Craig and Lewis are the best bet underdogs. Yes, I would say both those guys for sure. Um, there's some, like Jim Miller's always a good dog as well. He's always a really good underdog. But Craig, for sure, has been the best dog, I think, the last couple of years. Um, classic Craig. I mean, yeah, it's it, just inc incredible, right? Like, Marcel, I mean, this was – it's just crazy. And the thing is, he has some amazing – he has so many good wins on his resume. It's so fucking yeah. nuts because he gets his ass kicked. Now he's beaten Jamal Hill, Nikita Krylov, Megamed uh, Ekalayev. And, yeah, he's so he's ranked so low. You know what? You talk about underrated guys. I mean, Paul Craig's got to be one of them, right? Because – just the wins he has. I know that the way he's got there has not been easy, but he's beating these guys. He beat um, Hank Elias, who ranked, what, fourth in the division. He has a win over him. And for some reason, again, I, I hate when the UFC rankings do this. Why is Jamal Hill ranked above Paul Craig? And I love Jamal Hill, but that doesn't make any sense when they fought last June. It wasn't even a year ago. It's just disrespectful. You know, it really is. Paul Craig should be – well, right he now will, he'll take he'll take Krylov's spot, so he'll actually yeah. – I would think. But if they put – Hill above him, that would be so dumb, honestly. Marcel. I don't think they will. I, I hope not. I really hope not because I'll give Brian Heminger shit again. <laughs> <laughs> Craig was, I think Craig and Smith's a great fight. And didn't he call him out? I think, he, he, I think yeah, he asked for the fight. Yeah. Great fight. Did, did Anthony Smith say anything about it? Do you know if he said I don't know. It? I don't know. But Anthony Smith never says no, pretty much. So yeah. sure. Chris Curtis is a great dog, too. I mean, the last two fights. All right, next fight. Uh, Marshall, uh, Jack Short, Timil Valiev. So you know, this, <laughs> yeah. this was a really, really close fight. Obviously, the third round was just brutal, though, for, for mm -hmm. Valiev. Again, two, okay, I'm, look at the guys. It's crazy. Four fights in UFC, Valiev, Marcel. He's been dropped five times in four fights. His chin is really bad. I'm sorry to say his recovery is amazing. His heart's good. His chin is five knockdowns at 135, guys, in four fights. That's scary. That's really scary. Somehow, he won that fight against Marcelo. Somehow, majority decision, even though he dropped that drop place. But he, well, the, the, don't, don't fight his overturn. But this fight, you know, it was super close the first two rounds. Though. I mean, I, I do think there's an argument you can make that Valiev won the first two rounds, personally. Um, it was competitive. I'm not, it's one of those fights, Marcel, I think, where it's like close. So the judges will just give it to the guy because, you know, be like, all right, the third round will decide it. That's what I think. Because to me, I don't think it was as clear 1 1 as pretty much everyone thought. You know, for me, Valiev was really competitive in that second round. I know, Marcel, I think you thought he won the second round. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the stat. And again, stats are just stats. They're not what yeah, happened, right? But first round, Valiev won that round. He outstruck him 30 to 24. Second round, 21 to 17, Valiev. And they both had one takedown. They both had the same amount of control time. So it was that close. I don't think it was – it was really close. I think you could give it to either guy. But the judges mm -hmm. went ashore. And then obviously short ones. And I, I think the third round should have been 10-8. I disagree with you on that one. I, I know you said 10-9. But I think that the guy got dropped twice. And I think that's enough for 10-8 in my opinion. Because two knockdowns is pretty brutal. So you got to let me explain why. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I just want to give my thoughts. So for me, you know, I think 29-28 value, if, if you want to get – or a draw, I guess, would be fine too. 
there's a there's a few ways you could score this fight, but you know, I don't think it's as clear the first two like the second round for sure as people made it out to be personally, but that's just me. I I'd love to hear your thoughts on the fight. Go ahead. I I think round one was was a Valiev round, second round I had a close to Valiev. But it was close, you know. Like I said, I don't mind if you have a 19-19 after two rounds, you know, but I had a 20-18. You go to the third round, he got dropped twice. He had him in a guillotine. Not really not really fight finishing or whatever, but he had him and he did very well besides getting knocked down twice. So for me, it's like, do you have to uh uh, how, how do you say that? If you give somebody a present, how do you say that? A reward. Do you have to reward oh, yeah. somebody uh, for knocking down somebody twice, giving him a 10-8? Are you looking at the complete third round and you're like, it was super competitive. He knocked him down twice, but he was up immediately after that, you know? So that's how I looked at it. So if you give a 10-8 round, I have no problem with it at all, you know? Yeah. If you give a 10-9 round, I'm good with it as well. You know, I went yeah. with 10-9, could have went yeah. with 10-8. I didn't know for sure. Sure one was a close fight. He had a better third round. I have no problem at all with it, but I just scored at the way I see it, you know. And people are like, yeah, he's a huge Valia fan. Listen, guys, this comes from the Trevin Jones thing, you know. But that was more pointed at the referee who was inconsistent in that fight. You know, that was my problem there, yeah. you know. So... I mean, I have no problem with Shaw winning. He did very well. Uh, third yeah. round clear win for oh, win yeah. for Shaw. So, yeah, it's okay. I have no problem with it. It's a huge win for Jack Shaw, though. Let's give this guy a lot of credit. We were both against him last week. I've, I've been, I bet him on his first four fights, and I just went against him once, and it, it, it didn't pay off. You know, it's just the guy's really good, Marcel. And, and I need to see the improvement in the stand because I didn't really see it until now, and I saw it in this fight. So the fact he stood and traded with this guy and knocked him down twice and won the fight is very impressive to me. And I don't know who he gets next, though, Like, but – I think someone maybe in bottom end of the top 15 makes sense, right? Like someone at the very bottom, this guy's saying Marlon Marais, you could do that fight. I, I think Marais, you know, he, you know, he probably loses that fight too. So at this point, but I mean, maybe he doesn't, maybe, maybe, maybe he catches Jack. Who knows? It's a good fight. Two more fights, Marcel, at least read if he's Corey McKenna's split decision. So this was just a frustrating fight to watch. It really was because I loved McKenna in this fight guys. I really did. And, I said she's just going to wrestle her. Marcel. The takedowns were so easy for her, but she shot with 10 seconds left in each round. Yeah. Ter okay. Terrible game plan. Bad fight IQ. She also looked really nervous in the cage, I guess, because of the, the layoff, the fans. I'm not sure. She looked really nervous to me. She looked like she had the jitters. I think I don't think this is really Reed winning the fight. I think this is McKenna losing it for herself. I really think so, Marcel. If she just got the takedowns, like look at the third round, Marcel. It was really, I know she didn't do much with it, but. Had she just got those takedowns in the first two rounds, it would have been a much easier fight. The fact she stood in trade with a 58.5-inch reach is just dumb. Terrible game planning. I'm really shocked that the team Alphamil didn't have a better game plan for this. But it, it was bad to watch. I don't know. Get thoughts. They were also I, saying she was up. I was I, like, I, I, was... I couldn't believe he said that. He goes, yeah. You're up, you're up to fight. One judge had a 327, so I guess yeah. he was right, but what the hell? What an idiot. Awful. Judge. I I you yeah. know, I had McKenna as a, as a, you know, as one of my best bets. Not a good pick, obviously, but I, I don't I think my analysis was wrong. When she got the fight to the ground, it was easy, but she just refused to shoot, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I had Reed winning the fight, 29-28. I, I gave her the first two rounds. The first round was super close. The second round was the easiest round to score. I can't believe one of the judges gave it to uh, McKenna. That is awful. So I just didn't I like her performance, man. I don't know. I think I had first round McKenna, second, third, Reed. That's what I had. Yeah. So... I, I, I mean, would think I think most people had the first uh, the kind of opposite view. First two for Reed, yeah, I know. In the end, you got to the right fight, the right winner. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> got the right score. That's the right winner. It's somehow so. There we go. Glenn says so many UK judges, but they they fly these guys like Derek Cleary. That guy's 
I mean, how do you score? The, this guy's been judging fights forever. How is he so clueless? I don't really feel like either girl should be in the UFC. I don't think they're ready either. I mean, Reed, I mean, she she won the fight. We'll give her credit. But McKenna but, looked but, so tentative in this fight, guys. Why, why, why got these turrets from America flowing into the U.S. to, to the U.K. to score? Because what, what Glenn says, mostly when it's a stupid scorecard in the U.K., it's a U.S. judge. Yep. It's not a U.K. judge. So yep. it's super stupid. I don't understand. No, I agree completely. And then we had uh, the, the opening of the card, Muhammad McKay, just an amazing performance. I mean, <laughs> well, I need to see more from this guy. I still do. I still don't think we learned like a ton from him because the fight lasted 58 seconds, but he beat a legitimate UFC guy who had a win in the UFC and he knocked him out and, or sorry, he submitted him yeah. after dropping with the flying knee. Amazing. I mean, just amazing. Electric. Yeah. Um, I really like this kid. I love his attitude. I love everything about him. I can't wait to see him fight again. I saw he's going to fight. He wants to fight an international fight week, I think, 276, I believe it's called. He wants Tim Elliott. Yeah. He wants Tim Elliott. I saw that. Tim Elliott doesn't want the fight, though. Tim said, you know, this guy is a rookie, and I have more bonuses than he has fights in his career or something like that. He said something like that. So I don't blame Tim for not wanting to fight this guy. I, I wouldn't want to fight him either. I mean, this guy is a killer. And, you know, Marcel, I mean, you talk about future champs. This guy looks like he has, you know, the tools. But, again – We've got to see him tested. He hasn't been tested by like a good wrestler or something like that. And that's why I, I, I do like the Elliott fight because it's going to test the wrestling, right? That's why I like the fight, but it's probably not, um, you know, it's probably, he's probably not ready for that. Tajir Uwenbekov, I think he beats him. Tajir is just, he hasn't looked that good in the UFC, right, Marcel? Like you've been unimpressed, I guess. Tajir does just enough to get by all the time. And it, 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 got, it bites Austin him in his last, last fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Joe's cousin Corey didn't look good. She didn't. McKay beats Figgy and Marina. That's funny. I mean, he's good, man, but like, hold your horses. Let's wait for like, this guy to fight someone good. Sal Dumas should be in jail. The guy's a horrible judge. Uh, super corrupt. Two of the three youngest UFC fighters in the prelim should be around for a while. I agree. Smart Stone. Yeah, Kevin was asked about to beat. Do you know? Like, his. No idea. I saw him training last time, but he's not competing so far. So I have no idea, man. I hope we see him back soon because it's been way too long. No, for sure. Um, I think that's it for UFC London, guys. I mean, overall, great card. I would give this like, you know, 9.5 out of 10, I would probably say. The, the Gunner fight and the McKenna fight knock it down like a point <laughs> or half a point. But Marcel was one of the better cards of the year, one of the better better fight nights. And anything else you want to say about this card before we wrap it up? Yeah, I give it the nine, man. It was, a great, it was an amazing fight, amazing card from start to finish. So, yeah. It was a great night of fights, and uh, I don't know if any of you guys were actually there at the fights, but if you were, I mean, I'm sure it was really crazy inside the arena. Um, all right, and then, I mean, there wasn't a ton of other – I don't think there was a ton of other MMA, Marcel, was there? Um, I know there right. was – CFFC, Ryzen, C CFFC, Okay, actually, there was. What am I talking about? There was CFFC, Ryzen, Cage Warriors, and then there was uh, PFL as well. Like, I, I talked to one last week, Bruno Miranda. He won the contract, so mm. that's another guy. And then this week, man, you got freaking Bavon Lewis fighting at heavyweight. We'll talk about that a little bit tomorrow. Um for a few minutes. Brett, Brett Martin also not fighting. Brett Martin's fighting my cousin. My cousin, <laughs> Brett. I'm kidding. Marcus. Oh, Thanks, Glory Marcus. 18. Yeah, we're going to talk about that for a second. Lad Dumont fighting was better. That's funny. No way. And yeah, yeah, he won his fight too. Uh, Glory 80. Uh, I didn't see it, but I know there was like a fight in the crowd or something like that during the Bader Hari fight. Is that what happened? Or can you, can you so, tell us? Yeah, Bader Hari got knocked down by a knee by Eric Rosak. And you had on one side, you had the Moroccan crowd for Bader. On the other side, you had the hooligans from Lega Warsaw from Eric Rosak. So what I the first thing I got told is that the hooligans started to riot to the Moroccan fans. But later I've heard that some Moroccan fans threw a bottle to them. 
You don't throw a bottle to hooligans, you know. So they went crazy. They went uh, throwing with chairs, uh, some injured people over there. So um, they stopped the event. Uh, they said like it's canceled, you know. So the the main event didn't even happen, <coughs> which is crazy. I think the organization should have been like also just bad security, you know, almost non security. But the thing is, the organization should boot those people out of the event center, you know. And just let the fight continue, you know, definitely the main event. Because those two guys, Jamal Ben Sadiq and Livy Richters, they had those guys have trained for this fight, you know. And they haven't fought. What you gonna do? You know, it doesn't make sense, you know. I know they've canceled it. I don't know what's gonna happen, but just really weird overall, you know. That, that is strange. Well, wow. that's that's a strange thing. Um I didn't see the PFL card. I haven't been watching them lately, but um I heard that I mean I think the guy he got the only finish, right? I think so. I think. I mean, I can't. I don't even know. Actually, let me let me double check that. I don't want to sound like an idiot right now. PFL challenge. I just know that Bruno was the guy that they wanted to win. So I kind of feel like they're giving the contract to the guys they want to win, Marcel. You know, like let me get to the, the results on that. Yeah, you got the knock. Oh yeah, sorry. There was there was three finishes. The Canadian guy do four one, and that Demir. Uh, I can't remember his last name, but it's hard to pronounce. The Farabovich or whatever. He won too, and a lot of people thought he should actually won the contract. So I think that's probably what hype was saying. Be nice to watch uh, if you had secondary person watching me like we do. I love Strike Force, dude. I loved Strike Force. It was incredible. Or Pride too. Those were the be- UFC Pride Strike Force best three promotions I think. Or WEC was good too. Any thoughts on Cage? I didn't see it, but I know Vucenich won again, and the guy's really good, right? Marcel, he's great. The guys, having yeah, cool okay. people I was doing next week. Tyler Clark, yeah. What division is it again? Is it the women? I can't remember what division it is. I know that they have eight cards this week. I haven't looked ahead. I, I, I just looked at this one, Andrew, and like I talked about Bavond and a few other guys. Um, anything else you want to talk more? So, we get out of here. I guess it's six o'clock now. Um, my time. Anything what else you want, want man? It's up to you. No, I gotta get out of here anyways. I got I got my bowling league, so <laughs> plug your stuff. And I got, I got a little I got a little thing to do here, but you go go plug your stuff first, and I'm gonna do it in a second here. Um, big Marcel 24, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Eurosport.nl, and then the mixed martial arts section. All right, so today is the first time in two years in Ontario, Canada, where we don't have to wear these fucking things. These masks. And I told my friend I'm gonna cut it on camera and I'm cutting and I'm never wearing it again. Done. I don't want ever want to wear it again. I want to breathe now. So two years we've been wearing masks, guys, in Canada, in Ontario. It's insane. I know I when I tweeted that people were like, dude, we've been we haven't worn masks in 18 months in like Florida and Indiana and stuff. And I'm just like, my God. And I'm assuming you guys don't wear masks over there, Marcel, right? No, no, no. Well, we only have to do with Dude, we, we have to do we in a train over here, like train dude, anywhere or in you buses. Go, anywhere, including the gym, you have to wear a mask. It's just stupid. So that's yeah. cut up. That's gone. I'm never wearing it again. Plug <laughs> my stuff here. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Martin Podcast, MMAoddsRigger.com. It's on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Find me at uh, MyMMAnews.com, Bookies.com. We got my best bets. They were two for three last week. Pretty good. Um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow, Marcel, 5 p.m. Eastern. We're going to break down UFC Columbus, 14 fights, I believe. So looking forward to talking about that card. Hopefully, David Onama's got an opponent by then because I know they said TBD versus – no? Okay. They just I just think they should do the Lutz fight because he was supposed to fight in the same card, but it looks like they don't want to do that fight. So Both are of the card. Yeah, there we go. All right. Do you know what moved up to the main card? Do you, do you know? I, I think they just go with five fights as okay, far as I know. Okay, there we go. Okay. All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace.